Welcome to Janan ICF Love All podcast, a podcast about how to live a God-fearing life. Each episode addresses how to use the Bible to answer real-life situations that allow us to demonstrate real Christian love. Now, here's your host, Pastor Joe Summers. Hello, 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 and this is Pastor Joe, back again with another episode of the Love All Podcast, the Love All Podcast. And as always, we want you to know that we love you, we love you, we love you. The episode today is entitled, Accepting the Truth Even When It May Hurt. Accepting the Truth Even When It May Hurt. The lesson objective is to understand the importance and value of embracing truth, even when it's difficult using Biblical Principles. On yesterday, uh, we discussed the importance of always being honest and truthful in church. One of the comments that was made was that sometimes people make it difficult for us to be truthful. Say that again. Sometimes people make it difficult for us to be truthful. People do not always accept the truth without making it personal. Thus, we tend not to be completely truthful and either try to evade the truth or sugarcoat it. While we should be careful how we speak, we often spend more time trying to figure out how best to say something that may be uncomfortable rather than concentrating on the truth. It is the general human tendency to avoid or deny uncomfortable truths. Uh, it, it's our nature, humanity's nature, or our natural inclination to sometimes avoid or twist truths that causes us discomfort or pain. And thus, when we're talking to someone else, we take that same approach of not wanting to hurt them, not wanting to cause them pain when we are telling the truth. Here, we would like to place special emphasis on when we ask questions of someone with an expected response that is positive. So we're not talking about somebody just coming to us and, and, and giving us criticism, even if that's something we need to deal with. This is what happens when someone asks you a question and they are expecting a positive answer. An example is someone who's just purchased a new dress or a new hat and asks the question, how do you like my hat? How do you like my dress? The expectation is a positive answer, such as, I like it, or it looks good on you. But how do you feel if the person answers you by saying that they do not like the dress, or they don't like the hat, or they feel like it does not fit you well? How do you respond? How you respond may dictate how the person answers you the next time that you have a question. Your answer or reaction can either encourage or discourage the person to be completely truthful with you. you now, in the court of law, while you, we learned that a lawyer never asks a question that they don't already know the answer, because then they might be surprised. So when we ask people, how's our hat, how's our dress, we are expecting an answer that is yes. 
I like it. But what happens when we get an answer that is, no, I don't like it? How do we react? How does our face react? And based upon that, as we said before, that would go a long way toward determining how the person answers your question in the future. If they're going to be completely honest and truthful with you, are you in a position where you feel comfortable in yourself to allow someone to say, no, I don't like it, and know that they're okay with that and that you're okay with that? Sometimes people will not tell us the truth because they know that we are uncomfortable with that truth. And so they take the natural kind of reaction of not wanting to hurt us, even though we know that facing the truth, no matter how painful it may be, is very important. And the Bible discusses that. Let's look at John 8.32. It says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth leads to freedom. Knowing the truth is liberating, even if initially painful. You know, if you go to the doctor, you ask the doctor for a diagnosis, the doctor gives you a diagnosis, you want it to be a truthful diagnosis. Even if you don't want to hear it, you still want to hear the truth. Okay. That's what it's about. Even when it's painful, in, initially, we want to know the truth. We want to free us up. We want to liberate us from of dishonesty. Back to the example of the dress. Would you rather have someone tell you the truth about the dress or they not be honest? And you wear the dress and everyone is looking at you and wondering why you are wearing such a dress. Why are you wearing such a hat? Because it doesn't become you. Which do you want? You want the, the initial pain of the person telling you that's not really good for you? Or the long-term pain of going out and finding out that it really does not work? Proverbs 12.22 says, The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. Truth is a value that God holds in high esteem. We should not put others in a place where they feel they cannot be truthful with us or we begin to encourage them to sin. Let me say that again. We should not put others in a place where they feel like they cannot be truthful with us or we begin to encourage them to sin. Because if they're not trustworthy, if they're not telling us the truth, if they are lying, they are sinning. And we sometimes have put people in that position because they know that we're not going to accept what they say kindly. How do we accept what we perceive are negative responses? How do we accept that we perceive negative responses? Now, the responses may not really be negative. It may be very positive, but we perceive them as negative. And so we respond in a certain way. Let's look at the Bible. Second Samuel 12, 1-14. The story of Nathan and David. We know that David had committed several sins. Adultery, murder. Okay? And Nathan went to him. And Nathan confronted David about his sin with Bathsheba and Uriah. 
David, despite being a powerful king, accepts the painful truth about his wrongdoing and repents. That's how he responded. He did not respond by anger against Nathan. He did not respond by suggesting that what he did was right, or giving or trying to rationalize what he did. He just said, I blew it. Now, David suffered a consequence thereof, but David understood the importance of accepting what he did. And then we look at King Saul, 1 Samuel 15, 10 through 23. Saul does not fully obey God's commandments. And when Samuel goes to him and talks to him about it, he tries to justify his action. He doesn't say, I'm sorry. He doesn't say, I'm at forgiveness. He doesn't accept it. He is putting, he's trying to put uh, Samuel in a position where Samuel will accept his excuses. And Samuel, being a prophet of God, does not. He tells the truth. Even though it may hurt Saul, and it ended up uh, with Saul losing his kingship, it was the truth. The consequences of, of Saul's inability to accept and speak the truth leads to the kingdom being taken from him. Now, let's understand that embracing the truth leads to growth. When we embrace the truth, it leads to our personal growth. Proverbs 28, 13 says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them find mercy. Admitting our mistakes and seeking forgiveness leads to personal growth and spiritual maturity. So we want people around us who will tell us the truth so that we can then say, okay, I've made a mistake. I blew it. I make the correction so that we have personal growth. Uh, both personal and spiritual. Hebrews 12 11 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful later on. However, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So when someone is telling us the truth, we should accept it as a pleasant discipline even though it doesn't feel like it's pleasant at that time. It feels very painful, but understanding that later on, it will produce a harvest of righteousness and peace for us. We've got to understand how to accept the truth from others. Then we have John 18, 37 through 38. Well, Pilate is talking to Christ and he asked Christ some questions. And Christ says he came to preach the truth. And then Pilate's response to him was, what is truth? This philosophical question, why not in denial, shows his skepticism on Pilate's part. Because Pilate is not willing to accept the hard truth that was in front of him. We often make that mistake of defining truth as what we want to hear. So what is truth? Truth is whatever I say it is, not what it really is, but whatever I say it is. And if, if I don't agree with it, it is not true. 
mistakes in life that we oftentimes surround ourselves with what we call yes people, rather than including those that are willing to tell us the truth. We surround ourselves with people who will say yes, who will be untruthful to us, because that's what we want to hear, rather than including those who are willing to be truthful with us. We've got to understand that we've got to put ourselves in a state of mind, well, where someone feels comfortable telling us the truth. And we should not ask a question to get a positive answer. We should ask a question to get the truthful answer. Whether that truth is positive or negative is not important. The question is, are we asking the question for a truthful answer? In applying this lesson today, let's understand that we must be ready to accept the truth. In order to do that, we must continually look inside, have a self-reflection to understand who we are and how we address when we get the responses that we don't really want to hear. We must emphasize the importance of daily truth-seeking in our lives. When we're talking to someone and they are offering us the truth, we ought to be in a position where we can accept it. And when someone asks us a question, we should always be truthful to them. But today's lesson is not so much how we respond by telling the truth, but how we respond when we are told the truth. Because it's much easier to tell the truth than it is to hear the truth, especially when it's about us, when it's about me. Okay, I pray for the courage that we always face the truth, the wisdom to discern it, and the strength to accept and grow from it. Uh, that's the lesson for today. Thank you so very much for being with us. Uh, we really enjoy you being a part of our broadcast. We look forward to having other visits with you in the future, knowing well that we love you, we love you, we love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Janan ICF Love All podcast. New podcasts are scheduled each Monday and Wednesday. Make sure to visit our website, www.jananicf.com, where you can find weekly sermons and past podcasts. Please remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out. If you like the show, you might want to email us at loveall at jananicf.com and request a free copy of our ebook, Gems for Daily Meditations, and sign up for our daily thoughts. See you next time. Blessings and love to all.